0: Wow, our Lord gives us quite a bit to think about there, as Father Ron read. Now, what's interesting, and I think what you should catch there, is what do you think and what do you respond when Jesus says, what's all this man-made doctrine and man-made tradition? Well, wait a minute, isn't that what we as Catholics are often accused of? I don't need to follow your man-made doctrine, your man-made religion. We hear this all the time. What's interesting is Catholicism is the only Christian religion not man-made. All the others, you can point to the exact person, time and date when it was created. Every one of the 40,000 other Christian denominations except Catholicism. He was founded by Christ and instituted at the Pentecost with the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. You know, I found something on my constant study and research, and I found something online that I'd like to read you. I've only read it once before, but I think it's that powerful. It comes from catholicbridge.com. And the question is, should we follow this church called the Catholic Church? Is it the church of man-made doctrine or is it of God? Here's what they say, and I think it's beautiful. Jesus said, you are Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church. This is Matthew sixteen nineteen. Jesus didn't say, you will build your church. Jesus said, I will build my church. Jesus founded his church on Pentecost, that's from Acts 2.14, as he blew the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. The church was conceived that day, and the Holy Spirit has remained upon the church ever since. This was to be true to his promise to Peter that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Matthew 16, 19. At the birth of the church at Pentecost, Peter stood up to lead the church as Jesus commanded him in Acts 1:15. Jesus built the church, but he founded it upon people. I think that's the critical statement. Jesus built the church but he founded it upon people. You are Peter, and upon you I will build my church, but upon you. So Jesus built the church. He founded upon people, not principles. Jesus did not say, you are the Bible, and upon this book I will build my church. Hmm. Hmm you hear that? Jesus did not say you are the Bible and upon this book I will build my church. There was no Bible yet. The church was born 400 years before the church pieced together the Bible out of hundreds of letters. End quote. I think that is masterfully stated. God bless those at catholicbridge.com who put that together. Then we hear Catholics are biblical. But it was Catholics who protected the Bible over the centuries. How do you think the Bible got to us today? If it wasn't for the Catholic Church, this man-made church, as people say, you wouldn't have the Bible. It's God-made, placed into the hands of man. The Bible survived because of the Catholic Church over centuries of wars, famines, plagues, the fall of Rome, fires, threats from all sides. This was long before any other denomination existed. Where does the Bible come from? The Catholic Church chose what books were to go into the Bible. Why isn't the Gospel of Peter in the Bible? Why isn't the Gospel of Thomas in the Bible? Why isn't the Gospel of Mary in the Bible? They weren't written. They were called that, but they weren't written by Peter, Thomas, and Mary. They were written by other people. And who was it who determined that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John went in the Bible, but Thomas, Gospel of Thomas, Peter, and Mary did not go in the Bible? The church, guided by the Holy Spirit, at... And how did that happen? You don't believe it? Go ahead, you could definitely look it up. It's right there in the synods of councils of uh, Carthage and Hippo in 393 and 397 AD. But here's the point. How did we get to 393 and 397 AD when the Bible was officially put together? How did we go 350 years from the death of Christ to get to the year 393 and 397, when the Bible was officially canonized. Tradition, but not man-made tradition, sacred apostolic tradition. The kind Paul talks about in 2 Thessalonians 2.15, where he says, I command you to hold fast to the traditions that I teach you, both oral and written. If the Bible as we have it today didn't even exist to 393 and 397 AD, how did it get from Christ to then? Sacred apostolic tradition, not man-made tradition. Tradition from Jesus to the apostles to us. It's called apostolic succession, and it's only found in the Catholic Church. How? Why? Because no other faith existed. God bless the Lutherans, the Methodists, the Calvinists, but they didn't exist. How could they be maintaining the true word of God when they didn't exist? Now, I'm not trying to discredit them. No, by no means. God bless them. Holiest person I've ever known in my life is my little 98-pound Baptist secretary in North Carolina. I told her, please pray for me if you get to heaven before, you know, before I die, because I'm going to need it. Prayers from somebody like you. So I'm not trying to discredit. She loved Jesus more than anybody I've ever met in my whole life. Never saw anybody who loved Jesus more. But that doesn't mean that the fullness of the truth is found in all these other religions. They are found here in our faith. The sad thing is, what are we doing with it? What are we doing with that gift? To whom much is given, much more is expected. And so this is very important. We as Catholics love the Bible. The Bible is the truth, and no Catholic dogma or doctrine or tradition has ever contradicted it. I'm talking about official church teaching. You might have opinions of priests or even bishops that are wacky. That's not official church teaching. Official church church teaching of doctrine And dogmatic revelation never, ever contradicts scripture. Catholics do not believe, however, that the Bible is the only authority. It is the true authority, but not the only authority. It's kind of like the Father is not the only part of the Godhead. Did you ever think about that? If you say, well, gee, the Father is the only God, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit don't matter or anything. We can't have that no in in our belief as all christians believe you don't have just the father but is the father ultimate authority yes we don't have just jesus but is jesus ultimate authority yes we have the holy spirit but only the holy spirit is he ultimate authority yes but do we have only the holy spirit no we have all three Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, just like the church has scripture, magisterium, and sacred tradition. It's three legs to the stool, just like the Trinity is three in one. They go together. They're not separate. You can't have the scripture separate from the teaching authority of the church, because the teaching authority of the church is from where scripture came. And people don't get that. And so anyway, we believe this. The fact is there would be no other authority for the first 350 years of the church if we didn't have, or excuse me, until the Bible was put together, if we didn't have the church. What was the authority? The church herself. And why was the Bible put together? To be read at the mass, to teach the faith at the mass. That's where the Bible came from. You know, as Christians, we believe God speaks to us through both public and private revelation. You hear about revelation, post-public and private. What do we mean by that? All right, private revelation is important. God speaks to us through things like Mary at Fatima or Lourdes, or himself at the Sacred Heart of Jesus to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. But public revelation is the highest form of what we believe. Truth that comes directly from God. It's called public revelation. It makes sense that public revelation comes in two ways. Sacred scripture and sacred tradition. And then the third leg of our stool, the magisterium, interprets it. Otherwise, everybody's going to have their own belief. The Bible says you can kill. No, the Bible says you can't kill. Well, the Bible says David was commanded to kill. Well, the commandments say you weren't commanded to kill. We need An interpreting authority, that's the church. Sacred tradition is not man-made tradition. Jesus talked against man-made tradition, not sacred tradition that he gave us. This apostolic tradition or sacred tradition comes from Jesus. Sometimes it just wasn't written. Did Jesus write anything down? No. The first letter of scripture that we have in the Bible today was written decades after Jesus died. Well, then how did it get from Jesus to the decades later that it was first written down? Sacred tradition, oral tradition. And some things weren't written down at all. How do we know that? The last gospel, John, the last paragraph says, if all the things Jesus said and did were to be written down, all the books of the world cannot contain them. Even the Bible. And so we have to know the truth here. The Bible says it wasn't all written down. So sacred scripture is the divine revelation that was written down. Sacred tradition is the divine revelation that wasn't written down. Does that mean one is more important than the other? No, just like the Father is not more important than the Son. And the Son is not more important than the Holy Spirit. Sacred Scripture is not more important than sacred tradition. And sacred tradition is not more important than sacred Scripture. Like the Trinity, they go together. This is what only the Catholic Church teaches. And this is the message of this Scripture. This is important. Sacred tradition is important. It just wasn't written down, but it was transmitted from the beginning, from the words of Christ's mouth. Protestants have the Bible as their sole rule of faith, the written word of God that's good. And we do, which we find in sacred scripture, but the Catholic Church has as its rule the entire word of God. Do you write every word you ever spoke? Do you literally? Now, I've known somebody who actually does, and he's in our community actually. <laughs> but if you actually expected people only to follow those things that you physically wrote down, you'd go insane. I walk into the office in the morning and I say, Peter, good morning to you. God bless you, my brother. But uh, you know what? I forgot to mention to you yesterday. Could you please do this, 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 and this? Sure thing, Father Chris, no problem. Two days later, I come to him and I say, Peter, where's that document? Well, you didn't write it down for me. You told me, verb- well, Peter, I told you. I told you verbally. Well, that doesn't matter, Father. All that matters is that you didn't write it down. So it doesn't count. I told you, that's important. My word is both written and oral. The word that comes from me is both written and oral. Does that, if it was only written, that would mean everything I've ever told you in my life doesn't count. That's insane. But yet we are told this by our non-Catholic brethren. God bless them, but there's a misunderstanding there. So the Catholic Church believes in the entire word of God, both written and spoken. That is sacred tradition. All of the word of God was at one time passed on orally before it was written. In fact, it was passed on orally and before it was even scripture. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.15, So then, brethren, stand firm and hold to the traditions which were taught, both oral and written. But the Bible says not to follow tradition. Father Ron just read it. The Bible says not to follow tradition. Man-made. That is referring to man-made. But the Bible says we must follow sacred apostolic tradition as I just read in 2 Thessalonians 2.15. I'll give you an example. Does it have to be written, everything your parents ever told you? If your parents said, you know, our family comes from Poland. You've never been to Poland. You've never seen your relatives actually in Poland. You've never visited your relatives' homes in Poland but your parents told you you came from Poland. Are you gonna say to your parents, well, gee, you know, I can't accept that because I don't see the official written document that says our family comes from Poland. So therefore, sorry, I'm rejecting all of our family tradition. I'm rejecting all of it because it's not written down. Uh Uh-uh. That's not what it is to be human. And so the Bible says that we must follow sacred tradition. If your parents say that, how many stories of your family told at gatherings of picnics and stuff are written down? My family, we celebrate my mom and dad's anniversary today. I still hear stories of their wedding anniversary. My dad tried to hire his buddy to do the photographs to save some money. And the pictures didn't turn out. My poor mom. Some did, but I hear about that story. My mom never let my dad forget it. But was it written down? No, it's been told verbally through the years. So to finish, like evangelicals, us Catholics do use scripture. I'm not dismissing scripture, it's the basis. Without it, our faith falls. Scripture is critically important. And we use it to determine doctrine and moral principles. So, Father, you're putting doctrine ahead of scripture. No, we're saying scripture determines our doctrine. There's nothing in Catholic doctrine that contradicts scripture. The difference is that the Catholic lay person, even the Catholic priest like me, doesn't do it on our own. I do not interpret scripture on my own. When I preach scripture to you, it's after having been to seminary it's after having read the church fathers and it's after having read the church documents. I don't just tell you my opinion. I give you church teaching. As Paul gave to Timothy, he said, you have the authority to rightly divide the word of truth. Again, second Timothy. So Catholics, we believe that our bishops have inherited that authority in apostolic succession. As the bishops, they interpret, the church interprets Christ's teaching to us. Otherwise, nobody's going to agree on what Christ taught. Christ taught that this is true. No, he taught this is true. We need to interpret it. There's only one truth. So after the crucifixion, the apostles passed the faith on. They gave it to the early church fathers. And later emperors, monarchs, kings, they accepted it. They accepted the creed. Their subjects followed it. That's how the Catholic church or the faith that you have, if you're not Catholic, came to you. Well, I'm not even Catholic. Well, but the faith you have today came to you because of apostolic tradition. Well, I'm Baptist. Well, God bless you. But the faith that you have came to you because the church fathers maintained it in a time before the church, the gospel was even written. Powerful stuff. That's how it started. So Catholic documents have always upheld scripture, the teachings of God. Well, what about the mass? The mass doesn't matter. Yeah. You know why the mass is so powerful? I keep telling you that we have both sacred tradition and written tradition, or sacred scripture and sacred tradition. The mass has them both. That's why this mass is so powerful. It's the place where you bring them both together, both what is written and what is spoken. What is written, Father Ron just read. What is tradition, we celebrate at the altar. Not man-made, God-made. Well, Father, that's not in the Bible. Well, Jesus didn't write down anything. Everything he did and said was passed on by sacred tradition, then into sacred scripture. You can't have one without the other.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, Dot .org thank you and god bless you